Hey folks, do you have a laser rangefinder and binoculars? So in this episode, this episode's all about Tim's Bushnell Fusion X, which has both. So stay with us. We're going to unpack this and go through it. Hi, this is Tim and Dole. Welcome to Midwest Hunting and Outdoors by Two Dumbasses. A podcast about the outdoors, hunting, and being a steward of the land. Hey, if you like what these two dumbasses are doing, please hit the like button and subscribe today. Welcome to Midwest Hunting and Outdoors by Two Dumbasses. In today's episode, we're going to be exploring uh, laser rangefinders, and specifically, we're going to be talking about the Bushnell Fusion X laser rangefinder binocular. So, Joel, I, I mean, we just did an episode here probably a couple months ago on binoculars. And uh, it got me thinking about, hey, we need to probably do a further unboxing of a purchase I made on a rangefinder binocular. Yeah, so remind me, Tim, I mean, you you purchased this. We were scheduled to go on our second P-Dog hunt, right? Yep. Uh, which you can see that episode right up here um, with the binocular episode. But it didn't work out because you got the vid. Yep. And... Uh, um, so, you know, when we do go back, hopefully this year, that uh, we've got binoculars and uh, laser rangefinders all in one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So before we get into that, hey, I thought I have a customer spotlight. Okay. So we've done a couple episodes, you and I, on tree stands, more specifically primal uh, tree stands. And we're both, I mean, very happy with them. We were both happy with them beforehand. Uh, not a sponsor of ours. Um, we get nothing for this. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I bought a 22-foot Primal Mac Daddy uh, tree stand. I had it all assembled last year. And it was getting so late in the season, I decided not to put it up. So I I, I put it in my shed up, up uh, one of my storage sheds, had it all folded up. And I don't know if it was a raccoon or a squirrel or mice, but it pulled down the seat and they scratched the scratched the heck out of it. Anyway, so I reached out. I went ahead and reached out to Primal and just said, hey, FYI, explain the whole situation. They sent me one, one for free and he says, hey, that'll be covered under our warranty. He goes, no problem. Took care of that. You've had good luck with them. Yeah, I'm yeah. super happy. Yeah, I guys. haven't had to reach out. Uh, by the way, that video, that Mac Daddy video, is is right here. We can we can add that. We did an unbox. You did an unboxing on that, um, which is actually getting a lot of views. So, uh, but we we bought one after that, and I know you've bought two since that Mac Daddy, right? Yeah, I bought some 17 foot extra wides. Yeah, yeah. So, well, wife and I are trying to move away from tree stands, but. If we have to have some tree stands um, in certain spots, you know, we're trying to get good ones. So, uh, yeah, we're really happy with the with the Primal we have. We wish we would have went with the ones you had, the XL models, a little wider and a little more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but I like them a lot. They're phenomenal. You know, customer service goes a long way. Long way. Long way, especially in the hunting industry. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, hey, let's, let's get into our episode here. Okay. Um, so what I thought I'd do is, is so I have, I have a rangefinder, And to say that I'm happy with this rangefinder, 
I don't. I did not spend a ton of money on this. It's probably sixty bucks, and I'm pretty happy with this rangefinder. I mean, it's it's small. It's it, it's pretty accurate, and uh, I can I can uh, I can carry it in my pocket. But you know, from a hey magnification perspective, it's just not there. And as I as I age, my uh, magnification is becoming more and more. Um, more and more important to me. And then I also have, I also have these uh, great Steiner binoculars. I've owned these for probably going on 15 years. Um, I can't tell you what the warranty is on them, but I've never had to talk to them from a customer service perspective. And these are Bighorn Steiners, and they're just excellent. However, what I find, and I'm going to use since you brought it up, are prairie dog hunting. Prairie dog hunting, man, I mean, you and I were basically ranging, and we had a lot of wind, and so we were uh, ranging for each other, and it, I mean, it was kind of an estimate. So we were trying to think of from an, uh, a range perspective as well as compensate for wind and shooting off these, these prairie dogs. And I made in my mind that, you know what? It'd be really nice to have something that's all in one because I really don't want to be carrying all of this. The older I get, the less of a pack mule I want to be. Well, and usually it's draped around your neck, right? Which is, which is good. Uh, but even if you've got a bino harness and then you've got, uh, you know, a strap around your neck for your laser rangefinder, there's a lot going on there. A lot going on. So. I decided to make a purchase and I went out and again, I don't want to, I don't, whether I can or can't, aff cannot afford, I don't want to spend a ton of money. I mean, you look at these range finders, most range la laser range finder binoculars. When you start to go above that, what I'm going to call premium tier, it's a thousand plus thousand plus. I saw, I saw Zeiss had one. It was like 3,300. You can go up to Swarovski and, uh, I mean, they're higher yet. I'm not taking anything away from them. Really great stuff. That's just, that's just not what I want to afford. Uh, so what I thought we'd do is, is hey, let's kind of go into some of the criteria that I considered. And I tried to write all this down so I didn't, I didn't uh, forget anything. But before we go, our uh, viewers and listeners, here's what this episode's about. It's more of an unboxing, some of the criteria and some of my firsthand experiences with it. This isn't a how to utilize the Fusion X. So if you're looking for that, then this you can stop this episode right now because I'm not going to go into that level of detail. So, all right, moving on. I see you're rocking the uh, two dumbass uh, reader glasses. Uh, oh, yeah. They're colored. <laughs> they're colored like our hats, right, and our uh, logos. Yeah. So I'm digging it, man. I love them. Thanks for supporting the team. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of things to consider uh, as we move forward when you're thinking about a, a range-finding binocular. First and foremost, it's optical, optical quality, right? I mean, it's all about being able to see and see clearly. So that's that's number one. Next one is, is, again, it depends on your budget, right? But look for fully multi-coated lenses. That's called like an FMC. Sometimes that's what people say. It's, they call them FMCs. Or a BAK4 glass. 
and then phase corrected prisms if possible. Now, mind you, if you start to get all of these, it's going to stretch your budget. But uh, um, we're going to talk more about some of these in a bit. So Zeiss, as I mentioned, leverages a, f uh, a fluorite glass and some uh, proprietary coatings to optimize light gathering. And I looked at a Zeiss, you know, as you, as you go and do your research and you look at what you're going to buy, I looked at a Zeiss. I mean, they're, they're excellent, excellent little devices, but they're like $3,300. I mean, just not what I want to spend. Yeah, you could buy a used car and then drive it out and and, and use your odometer on the car to get your uh, distance, right? Yeah. That's uh, a lot of money. Uh, so also, there's a lot of new range finders that, that have, for your smartphone, have these smartphone apps so they bluetooth in with your device and uh you can you can do some cr minor correction due to weather um etc and uh so weather or inclination so assuming you have the time and are willing to make those incremental movements you know to pull out your cell phone and oh by the way you want to bring your smartphone out into that inclement weather those can be pretty cool things. That's, but that's probably not what I'm looking for. Um, usually if I'm out range finding, I'm trying to keep my movements to a minimum and I want something to do it all for me right then and there. So those smart apps for me, just it's a gimmick for me. How about yourself? What do you think? I, it wouldn't be for me either, or at least a selling point or a criteria. Um, I'm actually, I didn't know that. I didn't know that existed till you brought it up. It doesn't surprise me in today's technical world, but again, there's got to be. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's got to be a pretty good price tag associated to yeah. some of that stuff. Everything's uh, anything additive is going to be more expensive. Yeah, but I could see it tied into, you know, the ballistics of your gun if you're going to use it for gun shooting, right? Uh, tied into the ballistics of your gun, and even these high-tech scopes are Bluetooth capable anymore that you can tie everything into that so sure and then i'm sure it's all tied back to the military in some aspect which god only knows what they have right <laughs> yeah so, that's right yeah cool uh so a couple other considerations you know is consider the build and the warranty uh uh so we're gonna we discussed that in our other episode that we had so i'm gonna go a little deeper so think about the level of waterproof I'm going to call it level of waterproofness that you want. Is it splash resistant or can I submerge it in water, right? Certainly, certainly different levels of water protection. Uh, nitrogen purged internals to prevent fogging, right? So those are nice. Uh, look for that because, again, you want to be able to see and see clearly. And then in some cases, what's legal for application? So if you go out west and you're hunting big game, some of these states are starting to have some more aggressive uh, rules or laws, if you will. And as you start to put on your laser rangefinder capabilities and some of these add-ons, uh, is it even legal? So, did, did you find any evidence of that? In, in not for what I bought. Okay. Not for what I bought. But there's some legalities that are going in that direction. Yes. Wow. Okay. So now let's go. Let's go on to the... So here's what I bought. I bought the Bushnell, the Bushnell Fusion X laser rangefinder binocular. I'll tell you the price on it. It was six ninety nine, uh, six hundred ninety nine dollars, 
And uh, they've maintained this price for the last two years. Introduced in, I, I believe, in 2022. And uh, very nice binocular. Um, and it's really got some nice little qualities. With I'll pick that up here in a bit. Some nice little qualities with regards to um, what its capabilities have electronically. Um, it's highly rated budget binocular. Now, when I say budget... Uh, we're really talking about under $1,000. That's kind of how, if you go out online and do some research and you say, hey, I want to find the best value added laser range finding binocular, probably 75% of the time that binocular is going to be in that list. Sometimes it's number one, sometimes it's number five, but it's out there. It's very consistent. Uh, and then there's a lot of places that view it as, you know, the top tier range finding binocular for its price. So I don't kind of value, uh, value, value for the features, value for the quality kind of thing. Yeah. I think they list it as bud. It's a budget, uh, your budget, uh, binocular laser range finder. And I think the reason they say that is I think after a thousand dollars that you're assuming you don't have a budget, it's you're going to buy whatever's whatever the best out there is sure it would be for me yeah yeah so so let me talk a little bit about what you get when you get this so you get the, obviously the binocular rangefinder. you get the neck strap the neck strap i think for me is just a little cheesy it's not what i'm looking for uh it's got a nylon carrying case which i don't have here in front of us um, it's got a lens cover, which I don't have here for, for this. And then it also comes with a CR2 battery. And what you see here is that I already had a, a, a chest neck strap that I used for my Steiners. And now that I'm moving this to my primary uh, hunting binocular, I just moved my strap. It fit okay, works, works okay. Yeah, I had to make a couple of small little adjustments, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, worked great. Yeah, any questions for me so far? Um, I'm assuming you're going to get into the binocular powers and things like that coming up. So just kind of hanging back. Yeah, you, very, very well stated. So let's go into a little bit on the specs. So, Well, I mean, you slid the $5 over, so I figured you wanted me to ask that question. Right? All good. So, uh, All good. So this, all is right. a, this is a 10 by 42. 10 by 42. All right. So it's got a magnification of 10. Um, it's got a power button right here. On, on the right-hand side. And so if you look at it, it's very nicely placed. I mean, it's right where you're gonna be putting your hands and fingers. So I really like that. This, this button over here is really around as you wanna go and select through different modes. So a little more on that here in a little bit. This here's your focus. And then a little bit here, this is on your eye, eye relief. You know, if you're wearing glasses, et cetera, but very slick. Tim, does it have a bioptical adjustment for one of the lenses, left to right? Nope, they're all both working together. They're and both it's all, the same. It's all right here. Okay. Yep. Good okay. question. Yeah, good question. Yep. I was just double checking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so the objective, the objective, so this is right here is 42 millimeters right the eye relief depending on which site you see 16 to 18 millimeters which is right here um, laser range find it will 
laser range find out to a mile. And some of the research I showed, and they were, the comparison is they were using this to compare against a mile out, and they were comparing Svorsky to the, uh, to the Bushnell. And they were trying to find it accuracy, and it was accurate to within a yard. It took two times for the Svorsky to hone in on exactly how far it was, and four times for this. So, I mean, hey, how much is, and the Svorsky, by the way, is probably uh, eight times what that is. Yeah, my guess is is that Seven times. at a mile, it's more the, can I, how can I focus? How accurately can I focus on that object that I want to see how dis the distance is on it versus the capability of the unit units, yep. right? Right. It's I mean a mile is a long ways. I mean a long a, ways. Even a building at a mile is going to look like this big, right? Yeah. So hmm. wow. That's... And I can, and I can be assured to hey for myself I won't be focused on anything that's a mile. I mean anything around five hundred yards for me is probably what I'm looking at or less. And certainly a P dog. Is as much you're going to be pretty damn small at uh, five at those distances. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yep. So the weight on it's about two pounds three ounces. Uh, the accuracy is within uh, three feet. When you go out, when you go out uh, seven hundred yards, they're saying, "Hey, you're going to be within one yard of accuracy." That's pretty darn good for me. Uh, I read in some of the publications that uh, even though this reaches out so far from a 1,600 meters perspective, they say that, hey, from a deer accuracy perspective, it's really around 700 yards. So for me, that's, that's really all I need. Uh, it's got, so most important, another important factor, I was going to say most important, but another important factor, lifetime warranty. No questions asked, lifetime warranty. No questions asked. Yep. So I drop it, I run over with my ATV. Turn it in. Turn it in. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yep. So clearly they stand behind their product. Uh, it's got a couple of, it's got, I'm going to talk more about this, but it's got archery and rifle modes. Uh, what, let's talk about waterproofness. So I'm going to give you all the jargon and then I'll, distill it down so it has an ip67 plus n2 n2 being the nitrogen for the defogging etc um, you basically can smerge this in three foot of water for 30 minutes and not gonna have a problem so from my standpoint from a waterproofness it meets my criteria that's it, impressive yeah heck yeah. yeah i mean i can't think of a situation <laughs> right i mean i i, yeah, I that's good. That's really good. I got, there's something I want to, it's got an EXO barrier lens protection for dust, fog, and water. Uh, it's good, it's got a really great value on fog resistance and waterproofing. And I can tell you, I've, I've hunted with it for deer hunting and uh, it does a really pretty good job from a fog perspective. It's got this, uh, it's got an active sink display. And I got some pictures we'll share on that a little bit later. But what the nice thing about this active sink, and I've seen it as as the light changes, so day to night, it actually will start to reconfigure the colors so that it's more legible and also automatically change the brightness. So oh, really? I, yeah, I really like that. I mean, um, 
So low light or even worse, really bright light, it's going to uh, format it to, to fit the situation. For sure. Yep. Hmm. Cool. It's got an angle range compensation system. So what it does is it makes up for uphill, downhill shots to be more accurate. Well, that's becoming more and more um, popular on the laser range finders is that, that angle of... Um, angle of your shot either inclined, arch, inclined archery yeah. or uh, rifle so so as i mentioned uh current price is about 699 um and they've kept that price consistent uh the frame is a black composite uh which is pretty nice if i i want to talk a little bit about weaknesses before i go into additional features um i would say the size the size for me is a bit of a a negative um i would love to have something that was half this size but one of the things you find when you see half that size is price you see price and there is nothing out there for this price with this performance so an fyi there one one of the other cons is the focus is uh and I don't have this quite figured out yet, but sometimes when I'm trying to focus, I'm assuming it's going to zoom right in. And sometimes what I find is I, I zoom past the point to where it's the most clear and I got to back up. So I don't know exactly what causes that. Maybe it's something with an electronic, uh, maybe it's got some electronic focus, but I mean, it's more of a nuisance than anything else. Um, but I wanted to bring that out because, because it is there. It's fair. Um, so now what I want to talk a little bit about is some of the additional features. It's got a scan, bullseye, and brush modes. And as mentioned earlier, uh, bow and rifle modes. And what I want to do is just kind of go a little bit on the rifle and bow modes, if I would. So for rifle shooters, this mode enables, you know, some trajectory uh, correction based upon the ballistic input data that you put into it. It's really a pretty slick deal. If you're a if you're a big game hunter and you're looking to go out west, this is going to be right up your alley. So you basically enter the data for your load, then change the angle or range and compensation readout in miles, MOA, inches, or centimeters. So it really helps you in making sure, hey, you're going to get off an accurate shot. I really like that. Uh, it's got an archery mode as well. Um, in the archery mode... Uh, you basically set up the inclination, you know, your, your angle. It measures the degree of angle and provides data on line of sight distance and then horizontal shot distance. So pretty, pretty slick little deal. Um, but overall, that's the, that's the top part of, of this range-finding binocular. Uh, overall, very happy. Um, I think you and I were talking off, off camera here a little bit. I wish it had a little bit of rubber coating like this. Um, but at the end of the day, it's got a lifetime warranty. So no questions asked lifetime warranty. It says a lot. We, we said that in the Bino, when we did the Bino episode, right, that uh, the warranty really kind of gives you a, a hint of the quality of the product that you're buying. So um, that's good. Um, simplicity? How, how do you how did you find it like taking it out of the box doing some brief education 
and starting to use it for the first time, how would you describe the simplicity of it? I would say pretty easy. If uh, I think if you want to get into some of those advanced features I just talked about, you're going to need to do a little bit of reading and stuff. But uh, out of the box, you can pull this out and you can be up and running here in about 10 minutes. Like the ballistic stuff is probably a little more like another layer down as far as uh, input. But just functional using it, laser rangefinder, click and go, pretty simple. Yep, very nice. simple. Nice. Quality of the... The binocular piece, you know, I, I said this in the Bino episode, I'll say it again, you know, blueberries love them, beer love it, but blueberry beer, nasty shit, right? So yeah. I, I kind of have that mentality with binoc some things, binocular, laser, laser rangefinder. Binoculars are great, laser rangefinders are great, but sometimes you put them together and you don't get the best of both worlds. You get, you know, nothing that's usable. But I think for those folks that are on budget, this is a top tier binocular. Okay, good good binoculars. Yeah, ten by forty two is a good power and a good good setting. Uh, Going to be pretty good in light, low light situations. Cool. So so far, happy with it. Yeah, I'd probably say uh, probably the biggest thing I have against it's probably size. Uh, but again, that's I mean. I'm not willing to spend double my price to get to the size. Yeah, and I don't know the category very much, but I got to believe this is average to even maybe a little smaller than 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 most of them. Yeah, I would guess. I mean, just the components and everything goes with it. It's got a lot of great features with it for the price, and and uh, it can compete with the big boys. Maybe not to the nth degree, but it can it can definitely provide very good functionality. Awesome, awesome. Anything else, Tim? No, would I? I think I'd. I would make this purchase again. Oh, that's I think, a, that's important. So, I would make this purchase again. Again, hey, am I am I ecstatic with it? You know, from a ten perspective, no. But I think my internal criteria prevented me from being ecstatic with it, just because I put myself on a budget. Awesome. Well, I, I hope we get a chance to use them uh, this May um, and do some P dog out in North Dakota and. Uh, Come back and we can reference this episode in that episode, right? 100%. So, yeah, nice job. Nice job on the review. Um, any final words? No, nope. I think that says it all. All right. Well, till next time. Be safe. Be safe. Have, have fun. And, and get, get outdoors. outdoors. Thanks for listening or watching our show. We have some exciting topics and guests coming up. We ask that you subscribe to our channel on YouTube and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to hearing your suggestions for topics, questions, and comments. This is Two Dumbasses signing off. Until next time, be, be safe, safe, have, have fun, fun, and, and get, get outdoors. outdoors.